Rabbi a good morning, a good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parish has told us, Tavshin Pei Dalid, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, we're holding in the month of Kislev, the month of Nisim, the month of miracles. And as we always say, we tried to find the Chizuk from the Parsha, tried to find the Chizuk from the Zmanim, especially during these days, as we know that we are in the midst of a ongoing battle against the forces of evil, the forces of Yishmoel, and the halacha of Esav, son of Yaakov, which we find in this parsha. And every day we are in need of tefillahs and bakoshes. So first of all, we want to express hodot to the Rebbein for all the nisim and the flows, and to say as we have been saying that just like the Rebbeinu Shalolam did Nisim to Matis Yohu Bonov, upcoming Yontif of Hanukkah, so this month has all of that hashba. We should be zorichim Hashem for Nisim and the flows for us, for all of the Shvuyim, for all of the Chayalim, all of Klal Yisrael, that is Be'es Zorah, Mitz Hashem, we should be zorichim to La Yehudim Ha'isa there should be a lot of light. I have to mention on a good note, a wonderful, wonderful Ness. Uh, even when we speak about Nisim, you know, every single moment is a Ness in life. But we were to Baruch Hashem, a new grandson born to our son, Abi Yaakov, and his wife, Abigail. And this Shabbos will be the Shalom Zacher, and Be'ezus Hashem is Baruch. Yom Rishon will be, um, will be a bris, B'Shal Teva Mitzlachas. So we want to be give our Hodah to the Rabbanu Shalom for giving us this wonderful matan, a healthy baby, healthy mommy. We should be zoich, not only to be machnes him in the briso shalavim avinu, but we should be zoich, to dance at upcoming simchas, not only by him, but as Hashem, by all our friends, all of our talmidim, and it should be for Gantz Klal Yisrael. If I want to give a headline for this parsha, which I've said already this week when I gave a shmuz in the yeshiva, is that the headline is, HaKol Kol Yaakov HaYedayim De'esov. In this week's parasha, we know that this is where Yitzchak gives the blessings. This is where Yaakov and Esav are born. And we're going to hopefully speak a lot about it. But this is the week that also that eventually, later on, Yitzchak wants to give the blessings to Esav. Rivka contrives the whole situation in order to get Yaakov to bring the Matamim, and eventually uh, Yaakov goes into the house of Yitzchak. He wears the big Dechamudais, and we've spoken about this in previous years. So for those of you who remember what I said, or if you need to listen over to it, I think it's worthwhile because there's some great things which we spoke about in the past. Now we're going to focus on just a few points of Akokol Yaakov Ayyadayim Deyesov. That means we have to look at what our power is. Our power is, is the power of the Koko Yaakov. And even though, as we see at this time, that we are forced to use the Yadayim Yedayesov, we are forced to go into battle, and we have our soldiers, brave heroic soldiers from Tzahal and from the defense forces who are fighting the tremendous, tremendous heroic battles every single day, and they're putting the lives on the line. But we have to know that our main kayach is the Kol Kol Yaakov, is the force 
of good, the force of the Torah, the force of the Tfilas. And I think this is an integral part of Aram Mun and Bitochen to recognize that for sure we have to be Mishtadl. And when we're going in with Mishtadlis, we have to go with a full force in order to eradicate the evil from the world. But we must know without the Kayach of the Torah, without the Kayach of Tfilah, that we cannot have success. If we think for a moment that we're going to be victorious, because we are stronger, that we are better, and we can do it on our own, then we're lacking in the true Amunah and the true Hashkaf of what the Torah is really telling us. If we go with the belief that we are going to go full force and we have Amunah, the Rabbanisham, the Rabbanisham is going to help us, and that yes, we go with a full heart and we're going to battle, we don't stop for a second. That's not a time for Rachmanus. That's a time to kill the enemy with the full force of our physical abilities. But understanding it's only because the Rebbe was watching over me and the Rebbe was giving me the Kayach, giving us the Kayach, but we have the full success. And I was thinking this in light of the, the tremendous uh, rally which took place in Washington where many, many people went, many Talmudim went, and I don't want to get into uh, this particular podcast, Erev Shabbos podcast, some questions which were raised by some Talmidim about the attitude of Rosh Yeshivas and great Gedolim in America. That's not a topic which we're going to discuss today about if they should participate or not participate. But the main thing is there were so many people, including Rabbanim and Rosh Yeshivas and Yeshivas that did go. Besides that, there was a tremendous outpouring of Yidin Jews from all walks of life, not necessarily religious, not necessarily everyone in the same mode of religiosity, but everyone gathered together because they, they felt as Jews we have to stand up and we have to rally together, not for the Jews that are fighting the battle here in Eretz Yisrael, for the anti-Semitism, which is rearing its ugly head. And they say that there was close to 300,000 people that gathered together, and as one of the videos pointed out, that that matched, or matches, even though it's a little bit of a disproportionate match, but at least we know over 350,000 soldiers here in Israel, Milunakim, and regular Sadir soldiers who are fighting the battle, and that's a combination of 600,000, a person brought that association of the Shishim Ribu Yelef that were Makabal Torah Har Sinai. And to a certain extent, we have to be very, very proud of the fact that Yidin from all walks of life, from all over the world, recognize that when we bond together, then we have the ability to fight the battle. And when we have the Shishim Ribu, and if we think about that, the purpose of the Shishim Ribu is to recognize the Malchus Shemayim, to recognize the Kabbalah Satayra. This in itself is a great uh, is a great concept for us to take with us if we go into the Shabbos that Klai Yisrael together, the Achdus of Klai Yisrael together, Klai Yisrael together with the most important thing, which is our belief in each other and our belief in the Rebbeinu Shalom. I saw a Gavaldik story that Reb Shol Alter, the great Rosh Hashiva of Ger, went to visit uh, Amichai Schindler. Amichai Schindler is one of the survivors of the tremendous pogrom which took place in the South over five weeks ago. He himself is a Dati, Lumi, 
33-year-old, lived in Karen Shalom, and he was the Gabbai, the base Knesset in Karen Shalom. Karen Shalom, if I'm not mistaken, was a yeshuv that had both secular and religious people that were there. And he took his family of six, his wife and six children, they were in a mamad, in a security room, when the mechablim, the chayas rose, came in and they tried to kill him. And he had the door closed and they threw the explosive. His hands were, he, his hands were tremendously injured, he lost fingers, but he was holding on with all of his might. And he said that it was in tremendous pain, he was bleeding, but he said that every single day he says, and he really, really believes that this is a um, a, a, a present that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave him. And he's able to say it. I saw in a sefer brought down that when we say Rabbi Munasecha, I saw that one of the great Mashkichim says that the simple as say Rabbi Munasecha, we have a much amuna in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But another interpretation is is that a person has to believe in himself as well. Rabbi Munasecha, that the Rabbanishim has a Muna in us, the Rabbanishim gives us Kaychus. Look what he did to this year, he gave him Kaychus. Rabbi Munasecha, it's the Muna that the Rabbanishim has in Klai Yisrael. And listen to this, Rabshol Alt, he asked Rabshol Alter to come to give Chizik, and he came. Rabshol Alter is a Hasidic Yid. Rabshol Alter said an over an unbelievable thing that when he met him, what did he first? He asked him the whole story, what took place, and he described to him the nis, the nisim which took place to him. And he said that the Rebbeinu decided that he should live. And the first thing is he has to first give thanks to the Rebbeinu The th- second thing is he wanted to be makabelus of a new mitzvah. What is that mitzvah? He wanted to be able to put on tefillin Rebbeinu time, and he needed he wanted to ask Reb Sholalter if he could help him to get tefillin Rebbeinu time. So first of all, was just in the spoil. That that should be a person understands if I received my life back again in a in an unbelievable way, that I don't only give thanks to Rabban Shalom, the way to give true thanks is to accept upon myself to do a different level, a different stage. So first of all, he told him that Rabshal said that my father had Tfilin Rabbanitan that he received from his father, from the Imre Emes. And the Pnei Menachem, his father, would only put it on twice a year. Ripshal Alta said that he's afraid to put it on, because how could he put on such holy tefillin that belonged to the Imri Yemes' and that his father only used his father only used it twice a year. But he said, a yid like you, Rabbi Michai, you, you yourself, you can put it on. You're on a higher level than I am. Really an amazing thing. But then Ripshal said, no, I don't want to take those tefillin. And Ripshal was able to put together money, and he was able to give him tefillin Rabbeinu And then Reb Shol said, you know, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu, when, 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 when Yeshua was fighting against Amalek, it says, Vahi Yod of Emunah. So the simple understanding is that the Yod of Emunah is that Moshe Rabbeinu was raising his hands together. He says, but a little understanding could be a little differently. That from you, Rabbi Michai, the Yod of, from your Yod of, from your hand which held that door, that the, the Ratzchim shouldn't be able to come in to kill you and your families, and your family, from your hands we can see Amunah. The hands of a Yid Rabbi, so the hands of a Mid can bring Amunah. And then, 
Amichai told him is one other thing that he's asked the doctors to teach him. He says it's Hanukkah is coming up, and it seems that he used to light with his, I guess, the hand that he used to light the candles, and he wants that the that the therapist, the physiotherapist, should teach him how to light the candles on Hanukkah. Somehow to use his hand, he's able to light the candles. And Reb Shol was just this ball. He says, "Look at look at a yid. Look at a yid, Rabbi Isa. A yid. What is he thinking about?" He's thinking about how can I go and light candles? Rabbi Say, Hakol Kol Yaakov Ayedayim Yedei Esav. The Yedei Esav is is Ratzch is is Ritzicha. By us, it's the Kol Kol Yaakov. Even when we have the Yedayim Yedei Esav, even when we have to go into battle, but we go with the power of the Kol Kol Yaakov. I saw a Meiser that Reb Gershon Edelstein, the great Roshiv and the great God that passed away. Said over from his father, that his father, who was a rav in Europe, used to want to go, many times he went on trips around the countryside, and he had a particular balagolo that was a non-Jewish balagolo, who would take him on these trips, and they were they were close. And one time they went on a, on a trip, and he says this balagolo had like a, a sleeper car in his wagon, and the rav was tired and he was sleeping, and the next thing knew, all of a sudden he woke up, and all of a sudden he saw the guy standing over him. And the guy said, I, I want to give you a kiss. Not like, you know, he said, I want to, I want to give you a kiss. Rabbi, I want to give you a kiss. He said, it's in Russian. And then the guy said to him, I want to tell you, you just had a big miracle. Because I really came down to here from my, from my perch. I was planning on killing you. I had such a feeling inside of me. Just like Asa from the time he was in his mother's stomach in this week's parasha, he was, I have damned the medrashas. He says, I wanted to kill you. But all of a sudden, when I came down to do it, all of a sudden you woke up and I saw you. And all of a sudden I had this very, very warm, pleasant feeling. And that's why I want to give you a hug and a kiss. Rabbi Zai, what do we see from over here? Halacha Esav Sonia Yaakov. And this is really what the Briskarov says. The Briskarov says, what's the chat that the Torah tells us that they were by Yisra'el they were fighting in the mother's stomach. And what were they fighting over? The, the Medr says that Esav hated Yaakov from the time he was in his mother's stomach. And we said before, what is that teaching us? Is that the halacha of Esav, son of Yaakov, has nothing to do with any reasons behind it. There's an innate hatred that Esav has for Yaakov. And that's why he says, halacha he be Esav, son of Yaakov. Even when it was his mother's stomach, what did Yaakov do to him? Yaakov didn't do anything to him. Esav hates Yaakov. So Reb Gersh's father used to say over, a guy innately, if he doesn't kill you, that's a ness. It's only because the Rebbeinu is having Rachmanus. By us, it's the opposite. By us, for us to kill, that means we have to step out of our so-called zone of Rachmanim, Baishonim, Gomli Chasadim. And he said over that there was an Israeli uh, Israeli soldier in 1967 that was in the desert in Sinai and all of a sudden he saw that there was an, uh, an Egyptian soldier started picking up his his rifle and was about to shoot him and he was in a jeep so what did he do he had to run over the he ran over the Egyptian and he killed him he was able to kill him before he got killed but the Yid said to this to, to, to Rav Gershon he says, but Lamaisa, I felt bad afterwards that I had to go kill him. A yid feels bad that he's got to go kill. A guy, 
they have simcha, they have joy. It's halachi esav son Yaakov. This is my ben b'ni ben chami. We are so different than them, Rabbi Sain. We are, we are moral. We are good. When we go into battle, we're not allowed to hold. We're not allowed to have any rachmanus. That's the halacha the Rambam says. But we have to know. As soon as the war is finished, as soon as the battle is over, what do we do? We go back to the Kol Yaakov. We go back to being the people of, of, of the ones that turn to the Rabbani Shlalom and we work on who we're supposed to be. Rabbi said, this week, as we're entering into the Shabbos and we're taking a look at the parish, and as we always say, we want to get chizik from the parasha. So take a look at a Rashi. I saw that the Rashi says a Lushen, but the Medrash says a little bit different Lushen. First of all, we see the power of tefillah. This is such an important lesson. Power of tefillah, Yitzchak and Rivka are davening for 20 years in order to have a child. And finally, HaKadosh Baruch listens to the prayers of Yitzchak and Vatar Rivka Ishta. Then the Pasuk says, She didn't realize that she, was, she had twins. And the Medrash Rashi brings down is that the children, they were literally being rutsu, they were literally running, and Rashi explains what happened. The Lushan of the Medrash is a little bit different than the, than the Rashi that I have. It says when, when Rivka would pass by the, the yeshiva of Shein Ve'ever, so it says, that once she passed by, when she stood at the, at the, at the Pesach of the yeshiva of Shein Ve'ever, so Yaakov Avinu would be mefarches Lutzis. He would try to move in order to leave. When they pass by the Pischei of Odezara, then it says, Esav rots, rots Mefarchus Lutzis. He was, he, not Averis, when, when she was standing, when she, excuse me, when she was passing by the Avodah then Esav would rots Mefarchus Lutzis. Two different languages over here. Every word of Rashi is a diuk. First of all, it says that she stood by the Yeshiva Shein Vever, and then it says Yaakov wanted to move to go out, and then it says, she passed by the Pesach of Adazorah, and Esav ran to go out. So the, um, I saw that Reb Zalman Sarotskin, writes that Rivka, she knew what the base of Adazorah was. So whenever she passed by Adazorah, she quickly ran. She never was oimed, but by a base of Medrash, she wanted to stay there. She wanted to be there. So that's why she was standing there. So therefore, Yaakov Avinu innately knew, I don't got to run, you know, my mother's going to stay there. I just, he's, he's moving. But Esav, he couldn't take the base of Medrash. What did he do? He was, um, he was, um, when Rivka was passing by the base of Adazara, so he knew if he wouldn't jump out right away, so then he wouldn't get there. So what did he do? Rutz, he was running That's why the language is different. By us, the place where we want to be is to be in the house of Hashem. Where they want to be is they're running to do Yedayim Yedayesav. And that's such an important lesson for us to recognize. We are of a different breed. What do we know? We know that Hakol Kol Yaakov Yedayim Yedayesav. And really the question is, that's why later on when he gets the blessings, so Yitzchak says, who are you? He says, you seem to be a dual personality. You speak nicely. On the other hand, your hands were hairy, like Esav. So the Pasuk says, no, the Kol Kol Yaakov, the Medrash tells us that when the Kol Kol Yaakov is strong, 
then Yedayim the Esav won't be victorious. But the question is, that the Pasuk doesn't say that. The Pasuk says, HaKolko Yaakov Vayedayim the Esav. Even when we have the Kolko Yaakov, that the Yedayim the Esav are there. So the Gain and other Mepharshim explain that if you see the Pasuk of HaKolko Yaakov, you see the Kol is Chaser. It's missing the Vav. The only time the Yedayim the Esav is strong is only when our Kol is weak. But when our Kol is Male, when our Kol is complete, when it's full, when, the, when there's the Vav, the Vav Achibur, when our insides and our outsides are all together, so then, and we're really crying out to HaKadosh Baruch and we're really learning the Torah the way we're supposed to, then we are able to vanquish the Yadayim Be'ezov. And I saw brought down that they bring down that the, the word kol, the word kol itself is Begumatra 136. If you take the Miloy of kol, the Miloy of kol, it means you take the kuf, and the kuf has when you spell it out, it's kuf vav pei. So that's 86. The vav, it's a double vav, so it's another six. And then you have the lamed. The lamed is the, is the memen, the memen, the dalad. The miloi. The miloi means really the pneumius. We take all of those numbers together, you get the number of 136. When the kol is male from beginning to end, it means really, really, we feel deeply how strongly we have to daven how strongly we have to learn the Kayach of Torah and the Kayach of Tefillah. Those are the things which are giving us the ability to be able to fight against the Yadayim the Esav. When it's complete, the call we know is the, is the Sulam, so the Gematri of Sulam. The call is, is the voice of Mamun. Mamun, another way, is our support, the way we support each other, the way we support Klal Yisrael during these difficult, difficult times. When we move towards the base medrash of the base tefillahs, when we take the base medrash with us, no matter where we go, when we recognize that our soldiers are fighting heroic battles and we have to be heroic in our battle, in our sitting in the base medrash, in our davening. And I know today it's already five weeks into the war and there's this called the Midas Haistalgus. We almost get used to it, a certain pattern we have to realize we can't be in a certain pattern. We can't take anything for granted. Rabbi said we should not believe for a second that we truly understand the depths of what kind of war we're in. This war is beyond our understanding. Only the Rabbi Nisham is the Ish Muhammad. He's the one that knows what is incumbent upon us. What's incumbent upon us is for us to strengthen ourselves, to strengthen our bitachn and the Rabbi Nisham, to recognize that just like the Rabbi Nisham did miracles, for the Yidden in the times of the Yavanim. It was Rabbim, Adniatim. It was, it was few that vanquished the many. It was Rishoyim, Biyat, Sadikim. We are the right. Why are we the right? Because we have the Torah. Only because we have the Torah, which means we're connected to the Rebbeinu can we stand up in this Gullus, this final Gullus, hopefully. And if we're Mechazik ourselves in the Torah, we're Mechazik ourselves in the Tefillah, we're mechazik er We realize we're all partners in this front, and we take a look at their bravery, and we say we have to be as brave as they are. Then we're going to be zayichet to many, many mitzvah miracles. I have to say over that my own grandson Nehemia called me yesterday. He's a a police officer who, in the beginning of the war, he was situated in the he was sent to the south together with his pulgav. Of, of border patrol people 
and they were manning roadblocks in the, those first two, three days when the horrific things had taken place. And he was standing there with his machine gun, and he was in Hikon. And then they pulled him back and they put him into his regular pluga, which is stationed in the Gush Etzion and the block and around Beitar, where he's patrolling at night. Does 12 hour shifts many, many times. He's up the whole night. And when he finally gets back home, he has to go to sleep. And then he has to, when he gets up, he goes back to work. Yesterday, as many of you might have heard, there was a a miracle which cost lives, cost Jewish lives as well. There was a terrorist attack which took place in the tunnels near the Gush entranceway into Yerushalayim. And the soldiers that were there and the, the police that were there were able to take down the three highest rows. And But there were injuries. There was one that was seriously wounded. A, if I'm not mistaken, he's an uh, Ethiopian Jew. He was born here and a dati and a wonderful, wonderful heroic person who he himself was eventually died from the from the gunshots. But they're able to take out these three terrorists that had full, they came out with automatic weapons. Besides them, five other five others were wounded. And I have to tell you that four and a half weeks ago, my grandson had called me, he said, Zavi, my group they're missing certain basic extra equipment, tactical equipment and medical equipment, because the army and the police do not have enough to go around. I know how to get it. I can buy it privately, and I want to be able to supply my group of 25 soldiers and policemen who are going around looking for terrorists. And But I, I need to do some crowdfunding. We did a quick crowdfunding from some Talmudim and friends and family. We were able to raise close to $12,000 at that point, eventually we raised close to $20,000 and then we stopped it because my grandson said that's a, that's what he needs because he was able to supply two groups of platoons of both soldiers and policemen who are doing this heroic work every single night they're out there battling. He said to me, Zaidi, yesterday, I was sleeping when this took place, but my friends, my buddies, they were doing the security at the tunnels, and they were in the firefight, and particularly two of his friends, two soldiers, two two uh, policemen, one a, a woman soldier and one a, a, a male soldier, who were shot in their legs, but they t- helped to take down the enemy. And we know this enemy was trying their best to get into Shalayim, and from the amount of munitions and 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 and, and horrible weapons that they had. Was clear they wanted to do a horrific, tar- uh, horrific uh, terrorist attack in the streets of Yerushalayim, which would have been a calamity. But because they had this equipment that we bought for them, where we, that we bought for them, that we gave money that he was able to buy, his commander said, because there could have been more that would have been more difficulties. But because they had this, this particular equipment, they were able to stem the tide and they were able to get the medical the medical needs taken care of right on the spot, and eventually they're going to be all right. Rabbi Sai, Nes Gadol Haya Pobe Eretz Yisrael. Nisim Gadolim are going on constantly in Eretz Yisrael. We have to know, in order for us to be deservant of these Nisim, we have our roles to play, and together with the brave soldiers who are in the front lines, 
and all of Klai Yisrael being misachid, having a munin betochen and recognizing that the Kayach of Kol Kol Yaakov will help us to be misgaber and yadai in the Esav. We should be zoichem, it's Hashem, that the Rebbeinu Shalom, this Shabbos, should bring the toldus, the true toldus of Yitzchak, which is Yaakov, who gets the blessings, gets the brachas in the end, that we should be zoichem, it's Hashem, all of those brachas should be mekuyim on us, and all of Klai Yisrael. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.